Greetings, and thank you for joining us today on the Lenten Witness Project. We hope that through these stories of God's presence in someone's life, you'll be better able to see God in your everyday. Now, please enjoy Mary Ann's story. This is Mary Ann, and I wanted to talk about something that God was showing me recently in my life. My close friend has a son who's struggling with Lyme disease. And this is a disease that impacts you physically and emotionally. Particularly, he's 20, he's seeing his friends launch, and he's having to dial back. He's only taken a couple college classes. He's living at home. He recently had to leave his job because his attendance isn't, you know, what's ideal. So he is hurting. And after a tough week, my friend asked me if I would pray for him. And my heart went out to him, and I really wanted to pray for him. So I have a strategy when I'm praying for someone. I try to commit to praying for somebody for a month because then I can keep them really fresh and upfront and be faithful in my praying. And then I really like to have some scripture to pray over them. I think there's power in praying in the Word. So I felt like, all right, I'm going to pray for Dan, and I'm going to go out there and find some scripture that I feel really speaks to a situation. So I was reading my Lenten devotional, and they were talking about Isaiah 61, where this is the passage that Jesus reads at the beginning of his ministry, where he's going to break the chains of the prisoners. And there's one that talks about he's going to release from darkness the prisoners. And I thought, oh, this is Dan. This is what I've got to pray for for him. And it goes on the end of that piece is that The people that Jesus rescues, they're going to be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. And I thought, oh, this is it. This is what I'm going to pray. So I was praying that, and that worked really well until the next day where I went to my Lenten devotional. And then we were in Ezekiel 34, and we're talking about the peace of the Lord and how God provides that, that resting place, that safe haven for us. And the Ezekiel piece talks about the people are going to be secure in their land and they will know that he is God and he will, again, break their yoke and rescue them from the hands of those who enslave them. And I thought, oh, forget, forget Isaiah. We really want to move on to Ezekiel. That's it. That's what's for Dan. So I started praying that. And, and then I went to church and it was a sermon on Psalm 3 where David's foes are all around him and attacking. And this is where he prays that the Lord is a shield to him, that the Lord is my glory and the lifter of my head. That he called out to the Lord and he answered from his holy hill. And I was like, oh, oh, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to be praying for Dan. And then I realized, how how is it that I'm getting all this different scripture day after day for Dan? And two things came to me. The first was that having a formula, that isn't how God works in in our lives typically. I thought I knew how I was supposed to pray. Really what I'm supposed to do is to listen. And in this case, God just has making Scripture really come alive as I'm considering Dan and his circumstances. But the bigger message was that you know, his mother and myself and other people in Dan's life, we really care for him. He's a great guy. 
But who loves the most of all is our Lord. And he is the one that's going to walk with him through this and help him get to the next place. And that's that's really what, what I needed to hear, was that his love is so great for us all. Thanks so much, Marianne. This concludes today's episode of the Linton Witness Project. Check back in tomorrow for a fresh story of God's presence in each of our daily lives. Until then, let's all go be the love, the hope, and the comfort of Jesus Christ in our world. Thanks be to God.